1: And it's a very good evening, another program of Talk at Six with Wayne. I'm Wayne Turner, taking you through to quarter to seven this evening. As I've said in the past, we have a slightly shorter show now. It's only 40 minutes, but we get a lot of information packed into 40 minutes. The way the show works, if you join me for the first time, is that we have regular guests every Monday night between six and quarter to seven, where we deal with a variety of issues from medical to finances to education And we also have two community slots. We try and get people in from the community with issues that are very hot topics or need to be dealt with. And uh, we attempt to give you the best information we can about a particular subject. Now, talking about that, we've seen in the news, we've seen uh, right across social media. I make several posts about this, or repost it as well. And that is the Save Our Beach Huts campaign. Now, our Musenberg Beach Huts, I go back 55 years when I first came to Cape Town as a kid, the Musenberg beach huts were that row of beautifully coloured huts that uh, everyone took photographs of, and we focused on. It was uh, synonymous with Musenberg. If you thought Muizenberg, you thought of those huts. And over the years, uh, they've degraded. We've had different campaigns, and people have attempted to get things going. But very recently, uh, we've had a campaign start that is got traction, people have got involved, and people have really worked hard at uh, getting this project going, and the key word is sustainable. So everything is planning for the future so that we do not have the degradation of the beach huts again. I mean, they're world famous, known around the world. They're the most famous uh, man-made structure in Cape Town, and uh, it's an, they are icons that we cannot lose. So based on that, I've managed to get into studio. Uh, Daniel Blau. He's one of two key role players in this current campaign to save our beach huts. Uh, Daniel, again, it's a very warm welcome to our studio. Thank you for joining us this evening.
2: Thank you, Wayne. Good evening.
1: Right. Now, uh, I've done a lot of journalistic stuff, uh, research, off-air interviews, and there's a lot to this campaign. We're not going to cover it in 40 minutes, but what we want to do this evening Is if someone's listening for the first time to anything about the Save Our Beach Huts or they haven't seen anything on social media or they have seen something and they don't know what's happening, what is the Save Our Beach Huts all about? Who the instigators, initiators?
2: Okay, so I mean I mean, going far back as twenty seventeen, there was a community call to action about the degradation of the beach huts and I was involved um, in that too. There there was a lot of people who, who sort of got up in arms about it and um You know, nothing really sort of materialized and got done. And then it wasn't until Angela Gorman, who kind of started mobilizing people uh, through a post on Facebook around you know, hashtag save our beach hats. Is she from Musenburg? Um No, she's she's a Cape Town resident, but she's, um, you know, she uses the beach huts for photo shoots. She, you know, she's actively involved in, in the sort of Musenberg infrastructure. So and she's
1: seen the value of these structures yeah, in her well, life and in her community.
2: Exactly. And I mean, she's a photographer that's, um, you know, she travels the world photographing, uh, photographing things. And, you know, the, these beach huts are, exactly that. They're Cape Town's most iconic structures. I mean, uh, you know, from iconic symbolism sort of point of view, we have Table Mountain and the Beach Huts. I mean, if we lose one of them, that's, you know, 50% of our image gone. So her post um, sort of mobilized people into starting to think about this. And I got in touch with her um, because, you know, during the COVID crisis, uh, my staff were kind of in limbo and we'd started making Beach Hut inspired buffs and Goodies and just you know trying to be creative in the time. Lots of us creatives have done a variety yeah. of bags, knickknacks
1: exactly. that reflect the beach hats because they are so much a part of music. you put a picture of that,
2: and everyone knows where it is. Exactly, it's, it's just you know that icon that that is so instantly recognisable, as is the Eiffel Tower for Paris. Um, so you know when we started chatting to her, I said, "Look, you know, I can try and make these things and sell them, and maybe give uh, raise some funds for the beach hat campaign. What do you think?" And then that just got the conversation going and, and the, the snowball effect from there on out was, was just incredible. Um, then came along uh, Charles Maisel, who's uh, um, basically, you know, a social entrepreneur who's involved with the Black Umbrellas Foundation, the, um, the False Bay Hospital Trust. Um, and he, he approached us and said, look, you know, I think this thing can be bigger than what you guys are currently thinking. So the formation of the, the Beach Hut Trust was born. Now, that's that's important uh, as a resident of
1: 32-odd years. It's the first initiative that I've seen that has really uh, been able to uh, formulate something, a legal structure that has traction, and that's basically what you're talking about, Ex- the foundation from which to exactly.
2: move from. So, so the, the trust is being formed as a, as a sort of a public trust that will hold funds for the purposes of the beach hut maintenance and repairs. Uh the purpose of the trust is to um promote protect and preserve uh, the beach hut infrastructure and their iconic image. And you know that that shows itself and takes forms uh, you know takes many forms um in in sort of the activities that we do. So the the initial um, the initial actions of the trust was was to just get one beach hut done. We did that in November last year, and that was just to um, showcase, you know, the sponsors that were getting involved. We had, um, I mean, a big shout out to Everite, who we've been supplying the new tech boards. I mean, these guys are amazing. I mean, their their commitment is, you know, in, in the value of hundreds of thousands, if not, you know, millions uh, by the time we'll be done. And um, we, we showcase sort of new materials, updating the, the design structure. And, um, so basically you were trying to show what was needed, what could be done, at what cost and how we could replicate. Exactly. So it, w- it was like this proof of concept phase and we needed to prove to firstly the community um, and to the city that we, we meant what we we said when we said we want to f- fix the beach arts and maintain them indefinitely. Um, we, we had to prove that. So that was the first um, step. We're we still in a, um, a process of the legal mandate, which I believe is in the final throws in, in government to to be signed off, where um, the beach huts will be the, the managing agent, essentially, of, of the beach hut infrastructure. And we're not just talking about The Musenberg, trust will be. The trust, yeah. yeah. And the, um, we were talking about St. James and in any of the beach hut infrastructure around Cape Town. I mean, we must understand that you know the, the beach huts are not just a Musenberg or St James icon; they're a Cape Town icon. They belong and to all of us. They, absolutely. I mean, you know, being a symbol. I mean, you walk through Zurich Airport and there's images of the beach huts promoting tourism, travel. I I think, Lufthansa uh, well, has it on their yeah, website. You know, Nokia it, have used it as well. Uh, it's it's used so prolifically around the world that we we don't even realize you know how much of Cape Town's image is actually um, being represented by these beach huts. Yeah, uh, just
1: to, as a little side. I use a program called Canva, which is for designing anything. You know, you have it on, a, on an app or you have it on, uh, online. And uh, my d- daughter let me use hers. And I went in and I, they've got like 10 million images that you can use for your design. So I thought, I need something from Muesenberg Beach Huts. So I typed it and I thought, I mean, this is like not something that uh, in America you'll find a lot of. There were hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of images. And I sat back, I reflected on some of the conversations we had and I thought this just proves just how iconic they are. That something as Arb oh, at the tip of Africa can have value in stock photography sites in the middle of America.
2: Exactly. And, and I mean, another challenge for your little Canva exploration there, just type in images of Cape Town okay, <laughs> and see how many times the beach arts feature in that. I mean, it's not just Table Mountain. That's our, that's our um, sort of you know, icon that we... Well, I Googled, I Googled Cape Town On, I mean, Google,
1: and bang, an images section. You just see, Musenberg beach hats, Musenberg beach hats.
2: So exactly. So, um, you know, so so the the city are very excited about us taking this on. It's a need that they have. You know, the as as much as we can, um, sort of moan about, uh, you know, things with the city. You know, they they recognize their own inefficiencies and flaws, and and this is a way that they can be saved. You know, given the the sort of bureaucratic. Bureaucratic nature of, of the the city structures. Look, when you do compare uh, a beach hut on the Musenberg beach hut
1: front, that is an icon, and someone who's living in water-ridden uh, shacks, you know there are different priorities. Absolutely. Not that we're trying to compare, but the city does have yes, uh, it's got it's lots got, of other priorities. Yeah. So a group of private people who want to take something that is important, they uh, they're happy to say, "Hey guys, we're happy for this. Let's just make it happen."
2: Absolutely. So so we got we got buy-in from you know senior levels of of government officials um they've been you know helping us get our our paperwork through and our our processes through um and it it still takes time i mean as i said we started in november and we're still you know waiting Mm. for the final sign off sorry could i interrupt there again i think maybe we just need to
1: deal with this because it's been one of the comments that have come through on one of my posts about the beach hats a person has said why is why are the beach hats so important and why the city uh Allowing this when there are people who don't have homes,
2: we've partially addressed this, but th- this is totally yeah, private. Look, look I, I can. I mean, you know, the tourism is everybody's business. Tourism is what fuels uh, foundational economies of 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 Cape Town and South Africa. Um, we are heavily reliant on on this this export commodity. Um, you know by you know bringing people to our country so th- th- and the way we do that is representing our image across the world you know making making sure and and, and from brand recognition you know so, sort of iconic um uh, messaging and that 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 is instantly recognizable make sure that Cape Town is at the for- forefront of of people's mm-hmm. minds when they decide to go travel so w- table mountain yes it it you know we didn't build that but we, you know table mountain is represented across the world right significantly the beach huts are our our little stamp of of happiness in in cape town that says you know we do represent beach holidays we do represent happy family beach holidays um we're a travel destination and this is something you should come see at least once in your lifetime and if not you know multiple times in your mm. lifetime because people so. from
1: uh, lower economic areas actually work at the beachfront actually work in the economy Generated by the iconic status of those beach huts.
2: exactly, and and so so that attractor um, is is what we're trying to mm. preserve. We're trying to preserve that tourism attractor, um, and and in the process, creating an industry around the beach hut image. So so part of our, our promotion of the beach hats um, under the trust is to to identify suppliers and supporters and craftsmen, tradesmen who can who can make things in the beach hut image um, and. And we can share it, and we can we can you know get retailers on board. We can create a little beach hut in industry um, that directly impacts um, local uh, traders and and you know disadvantaged communities. So there's a, a whole plan around um, you know creating this sort of socio economic um, structure that incorporates the beach huts, and that in turn adds value to the beach huts, not only just to the community but the community at large, and to the broader tourism sector. I mean people wearing beach hut t-shirts in new york is would be amazing. I mean that that's mm. you know that's representing musenberg cape town south africa on the streets of new york more so than any sa tourism poster in a window would do. Right. Mm. Let's talk a
1: bit about the process uh, of of how this is taking place. You've mentioned that a trust has been established. Uh, what is the trust all about? Just give us a bit more details and then if we can segue into how the actual renovation is impacting people who need jobs and and that future i mean that's a big one
2: yeah so so you know we've probably created employment for about 30 people on and off over, over the, just doing the last uh the the five beach huts that we've uh, now almost completing that's just the
1: introduction phase this
2: is getting the, the, the project going this is going. winter you know imagine what we can do in summer um so so we've managed to secure funds and donations and and so so the, the idea is that um, we do need cash you know there are people that we want to pay to do this work we we, we don't want to run on a volunteer basis we don't you know volunteer we don't want volunteers taking away potential jobs of, of people who need them so so we are actively trying to employ um, local community members, local businesses local speci- uh, skills and, and specialities in the beach at reconstruction. so the people we've seen working there on the beach aren't volunteers no. Um, some have donated time and materials, like companies. Um, I mean, the skills the skills are being paid for. If if the if the company is donating the time the the, the, the time of the people, the, the company is paying those people to do it. Right. So so everyone is is being employed in the in the beach hut, um, the revamp phase of these these the re- restoration phase, with a specific focus on people who need to be employed from the local a- community. Absolutely, yeah um and we you know the, the the support has been amazing i mean paula uh, cockburn and sons uh, construction company they they got super actively involved and have been great um leith roofing have been uh you know employing guys and, and they because the big cost is those new tech boards and the roofing yeah. and the like that's that's where uh,
1: besides labor of course Better high cost getting materials.
2: Absolutely. So so uh, things like the stairs, all the stairs need to be rebuilt, and they've actually been redesigned to be in compliance with um, you know modern codes. Mm. Um, you know, keeping in mind that these beach huts were built very informally a, a long time ago, and they've just been kept being built in the same image. So we've had the the plans redrawn by architects. We've um, we, we're going to be launching on our website, You know, a, a do it yourself beach hut guide. You know, build one at home, but. To the the, the Musenberg Beach Hut specification, <laughs> um, what, what haven't you guys thought about? <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose there's a lot that we haven't thought about. If we haven't thought about it, we don't know. So, um, but so ideas, we, hints, and tips are always valuable. What absolutely. Can be, Look, I mean, we're, we're we're three people in the trust. We're, we're onboarding a, a fourth uh, trustee at the moment. Um, we are managing our own businesses in a, a pandemic situation. Um, so it's it's very hard to to you know just keep on top of things and, and think of everything all the time, mm. but the uh, so we're looking for other partners to come with their ideas and if they can run with it we will support it mm. in whatever way we can. Um, the b charts represent economic opportunity, uh, tourism economy. Sorry, but I to emphasize this is a, not our initiative. We've set up
1: this trust. We want to control this. This is. As I said, this is you've created a foundation and said, "Guys, hey, come on board." Now, yes. of course, you got to be very careful who comes in the trust. They must add value, and Absolutely. you you you're making very calculated decisions that that person will. Benefit not just someone to sit on there and help you make decisions. They must bring a, a, a skill to the trust that will assist in the
2: overall success and sustainability of the project. Exactly. Um, you know, it's, it's very key when you when you imagine uh, managing sort of public finances. You know, uh, people are giving the money. You know, in trust to you, and that that's why it's not an NPO or um, some other sort of charitable organisation. The the trust uh, it's mandated that it cannot use those funds for anything but the, the beach huts
1: So, it's, uh, having a trust is another check and balance to ensure that the
2: project is successful. Exactly. And, and our, 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 the, the next trustee that's coming on board is, is from an auditing and finance background. So he pr- provides that, that, um, that separation of, of responsibility in, in the, the board of trustees. Um, we are you know, actively sort of interviewing and, and, and trying to seek out uh, trustees that can help give us um, international um, sort of leverage, especially in the, the tourism space. Um, so, so the the formation of the trust is 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 is, is very important. It's, it's so not just in
1: anyone. Basically, when we come out of the pandemic, musenberg's going to be as would have shifted a few gears up with this renovation and, and prepare for the
2: influx. Uh, and and we'd like to think Cape Town will have shifted a few gears. Or maybe um, us,
1: Musenberg is a little bit selfish. Uh, we do <laughs> apologize for that, but we do have
2: vested interests. We live here. Absolutely. Look i mean if if you had to search musenberg you know through any of the media channels and that you, you know you always find some some happy snaps and um and the the news has always been you know somewhat negative you know the the, the issues of south Africa are are we we're all prone to them mm. and um and now you, you search musenberg through the media channels and there's you know a lot more positivity a mm. lot you know the the just the fact that we are rebuilding while the The world's almost crumbling. Um, It's a powerful statement.
1: I just, I mean, I'm I'm a social media activist. I'm always in with causes, bringing facts and correcting imbalances. And I've just seen a huge amount of positivity. I make or I repost one of you guys uh, posts or images across social media, and the nearest thing you get to negative is a, a question asking about a particular misunderstood element of of the project but it's all positive positive everyone's so excited that this is happening because of the uh, corporate benefit we're going to receive as a community
2: uh, absolutely I mean so you know coming back to the the sort of trusts um, sort of formation and purpose I mean you know so, so we're, we're quite well established now um, you know with that structure um, the next phase is is just you know expanding this and expanding our our um, sort of fundraising activities, you know, getting uh, people on board, getting people um, into, you know, like sustainability, you mentioned it earlier, Was is the the purpose of this thing. It, it's pointless us raising funds to fix something, only then just to sort of fix and forget and leave them um, to their own devices in the future. So, so that's the, this is the your plans for sustainability now. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, we've got various mechanisms that we, we're launching. We've launched the, the sort of super supporters club. I'm not too sure I'm, I'm okay with the name, but <laughs> anyway, it, it kind of was just a place. It can of always gonna, evolve into <laughs> something else. I hope it does. Um, and, you know, we're encouraging residents, especially to contribute hundred rand a month. Um, and we, we don't feel it's, it's a hell of a lot considering how much benefit the, the beach huts do bring to the immediate Musenberg residents. groups. So this would be a
1: donation of a, a subscription of 100 Rand a month for the sustainability of the project exactly. we're talking about. You're raising lots of funds to get this happening, but the ultimate goal is to have a sustainability uh, plan of action so they never deteriorate exactly.
2: into what they were. You know, we we can employ a, a, a team, um, you know, just through the public benefits um, or public participation in fundraising. We can employ a team of people to, to secure, to maintain, uh, to paint, to clean, to manage. Um, the beach hut's indefinitely. It, it's it's you know it's a lot of money for a single person to to put together. But if you can get a thousand, five thousand, ten thousand people behind it, mm-hmm. it's a very small amount of money um, shared you know e- equitably across us all. Yeah, I know. In in the improvement districts, you pay a monthly fee
1: that goes towards the safety, security, cleansing of your community. And once it's adopted, it comes with your rates. It's something that is you have to pay. There's no choice. And we've seen the benefits of having an improvement district. Absolutely. And a subscription-based contribution like this from a community I- is minimal in order to sustain something that is
2: our world. Exactly. And um, and then we're going to be launching this sort of corporate supporters uh, club you know where we want businesses to contribute on their behalf, um, and and you know that's whatever value a business uh, thinks it can afford. But of course, you want
1: business contribution, not because of any other reasons. But the businesses that are part of the community, they benefit like tourism, whatever it might be. Your exactly. business is going to benefit from uh, being a part of this community from the beach houses so get people to contribute Look, from if, that if, aspect
2: if you're a local business and um, I mean I, and I don't just mean locally as in Musenberg I mean locally mm. as in in Cape Town mm. um, the beach huts you know represent a far bigger um, you know benefits a broader benefit to to you know Cape Town as a whole and the broader based community as a whole um, and and you know you should be asking the question like you know is this something worth um, getting behind and it, it is I mean you know every single business um, benefits, you know, the the more that our informal residents get access to economy, the better it is for our formal businesses. The better it is for the the living conditions of people. Um, and this is a very small way to meaningfully contribute. Um, the the funds are directly uh, used in in the the beach process. And and any sur- and our, there's no huge uh,
1: amounts going to admin costs. No,
2: no, no, no. These are all for the actual project. Exactly. And the. Um, the whole idea around uh, creating a, a beach hut enterprise um, means that you know any surplus funds that we do raise will go to other social projects that then further enhance the you know the cause let's say and, and whether that's um, you know upliftment of, of local communities or, or supporting other charities or you know the, the, the funds will be dispersed in a in a, in a, in a very responsible manner um, and and the entire process is auditable. I mean the, the trust is set up so that it is. Um, which is why you bring
1: in on finance auditing trustees exactly. so that they will bring the level of a
2: financial accountability expertise to the whole project exactly and i mean you know the it's like i was really hoping that there was going to be this this amazing news to to share with you today i just can't yet but like you know the the level of um sort of interest from from high level large corporates is incredible, and we have been, you know, brainstorming ideas of of, of creating. Um, well, let's talk about some of those ideas, things around it, not revealing anything, but your desire
1: is for corporate to come on on board and use the project. In a way that I mean, we we've spoken about uh, getting local people doing and building, but they're people with skills that could be upskilled through a project like that.
2: So so yeah, without revealing the names, yeah. the 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 yeah. concept that's been um, tabled is um, through the rebuild process, a a you know a project management and construction company will will take on artisans from the local community, use the beach hut uh, infrastructure as a. Certification and testing ground, training ground, um, you know, for these guys to upskill, and hopefully um, be able to offer employment to guys going forward. Um, and that's employment nationally. I mean, these, these companies are not small fries; they they are your big national and international construction companies that want to get involved, and 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 it checks their balances for their the corporate social investment strategies. Well, that was a and question I'd like to ask. Uh,
1: they're not getting involved. This is an acute project. They've seen the value of something that could. Uh, develop into something, and like you just said, include their own, including their own social development goals and planning.
2: Exactly, the, the beach huts are a benefit for everyone. Mm. So, uh, and and their their objectives are met by these projects. Our objectives are met by these projects. We've got a, a big international realtor that's a real estate agency um, that's looking to use the beach hut campaign in a international sort of marketing uh, campaign around Cape Town. And and you know, I mean, wh- why not? I mean, you know. Getting people to come and travel to South Africa to check it out—I mean, is our objective? So, mm. uh, could, could you could you see something like this? I know it was someone's great
1: idea 150 years ago, whenever to let's build beach huts, and they were functional. Do you think other communities, other beaches, when they see how uh, this project works and that it can actually be done, might consider including beach huts? I know we've got them in Fishhook, and James, and Musenberg, but they—they yeah. they are. They're such. A, the reason we find them so great is because they are great and they can be used across our
2: exactly. city. Exactly. And I mean, you know, probably talking about the use case, you know, once we fix them is important. Um, whether other beaches can adopt them in, in the same capacity, I'm, I'm not too sure. I mean, you know, the the infrastructure, yes, fantastic. You've, you've got a facility for people to get out the sun, you know, do, you know, the, the typical sort of uh, uses of shade on, on a beach um, and, and wind protection, which is quite an important Cape Town thing um is is that's clear and um there is you know movements in place to try and um get uh, like a a bylaws um sort of in place where we can put um commercial activity there so whether Mm -hmm. it's people uh, having holding keys and lockers for surfers or you know selling coffees and cool drinks or something like that we are exploring those opportunities at the moment we, we can't you know, say that that's exactly what they'll be used for. But the potentials are there. You know. Th- okay. Uh, let's talk about uh, who's going to be able to use them and how it's going
1: to happen. Yeah. Uh, my question is not questions from social media are people going to buy them? Are they going to rent them on a monthly basis? Are they going to, how's that going to happen? Is it is it a rental thing or is it
2: a total community? So, so, so th- this is a, like a misnomer that, that keeps coming up. Like the beach huts will be free to use for everyone forever. They, they, no one will ever pay to use a beach hut. Okay. That is not how we are modeling our, f- our finance model. That's not how sustainability is going to going to work. Um, we are not going to be exclusive to people with money, because um, uh, that is my the point. My question because as soon as you bring economics in, it creates
1: a socio economic divide. Again, it's the exactly. haves and the have nots. Who can afford a hundred bucks or 500 for a day, whatever it might be, it excludes people. So you're saying that model is
2: not even on the horizon. It's not. It's not on the horizon, and, and it never has been. Um, we are however going to have quite a stringent management program so to use a beach out, yes you need to book it you don't have to pay for it but you will you will need to cover some sort of deposit just in the event of damage okay mm. we, we have seen um you know people getting up to mischief and we just feel that that'll uh, put a bit of a, a sense of ownership on the it's beach. it's the effort.
1: casual people who aren't really they just want to exactly. like I say cause mischief it'll exclude a certain amount yeah, of those
2: yeah. Um, and and what you will be able to so part of the funding model is that you will be able to book a catered beach hut experience. So we are, are engaging with local uh, food providers, uh, drinks providers, where you know you can book drinks, and soft drinks, soft drinks. <laughs> um, um, you can you can book a, a sort of a picnic on the beach and, and the picnic basket as such. All be,
1: of it will be, be part them. of a beach hut experience. That, exactly. That, that is what you're focusing on. Once yes. it, once they have been renovated, to have an experience linked to the beach huts like we when we were kids,
2: you know, Absolutely. you want to create that that uh, special feeling. Absolutely. So, um we are also then targeting key dates, you know, like uh, public holidays and, and things where we, we know the beaches are, are crowded and, and demand for them is gonna be quite, quite, uh, quite severe. Um, and we are exploring a, a, a SMS-a-thon, a, um, a, a way you can win the beach at for those specific dates, um, where you would win that sort of catered experience. And you know, that'll be accessible to the, you know, the, the broader, the everyone, you know, just through SMS. Um the, the camp the campaign will then, you know, the SMS revenue or, or however it does work will will, you know, just pay for that experience and that management of the of the beach huts. But we would have teams on hand then mm. to to keep control, to, to clean, to look after um the beach, you know, you know, throughout those days. So, you know, even on those those really chaotic sort of New Year's days and boxing days that, that everyone in Musenberg so so aware of, <laughs> you know, w- we as the beach, our trust will have a presence on the beach just ensuring our, our infrastructure is, is, is not misused or abused. And, you know, it, it's, it, beachgoers don't abuse the infrastructure. They want it there. They, mm-hmm. they love it. It's, it's, it's once they fall into disrepair that they become targets of vandalism. So if we can just keep on top of the, uh, we saw the a dis-
1: recent uh, thing in the in the on social media. One of the damaged huts has been more damaged. So when you've got yeah. something damaged, people
2: don't respect it. Uh, broken windows syndrome. Mm. Um. So we, yeah. So we we, we just got to be on top of it. But to be on top of it, we need the the s- sort of sustainable funding. And you know, so we are making a call to companies to get in touch with us, uh, looking at, um, you know, a monthly contribution and indefinite monthly contribution. Uh, there's another point. Uh, There's another point
1: I'd like to make, and based on our history of our country, apartheid and and the like, uh, the beachfront in Musenberg, in the snake pit they used to call it, behind the beach huts, was an exclusive uh, area uh, for white people. And so a lot of the memories and the history does have something negative. What I'm seeing happening here, what you're talking about, we, we're creating new history because the fun that used to be take place and behind and behind the the windbreak and the like you guys are planning exciting uh, events sure. and things like that that is going to uh bring back a or give us a good history a good memory of musenberg and the beach
2: huts look i mean you know we, we can't change what's happened in the past no. and and you know we can only you know recreate the future that we want to we want to live in and you know the beach huts we we know they they will maintain a you know a legacy for generations to come and and you know it's it's up to us now to to influence how that how history is going to be written in the future um, so the 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 beachhead infrastructure. I mean, it represents an opportunity not a, not only from just you know basic beach use, but as a backdrop for events, as a backdrop for because volleyball, volleyball, beach, soccer, cricket all come to mind. Absolutely. I mean, we, we, why can't we have the Sia Khaleesi Invitational Touch Rugby Tournaments, the mm. international Touch Rugby Tournaments? We have some great beach I mean, cricket tournaments with big names in the past. Exactly. But I LinkedIn mean, let's and especially Federer and Djokovic yeah. to come and do a. Beach tennis uh, in front of the <laughs> the beaches. Why not? I mean, like you have the, the big po- <laughs> dreams. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we did send Elon Musk an email, but he hasn't responded yet. So, wow. Well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the, but the, the like it's up to us now to to decide like like how this how this thing is going to be used in the future. And um, we are active and we are passionate and we are we are driven and we we've proven that we can put the people together to to get it done. We've got a long way to go a hell of a long way to go to achieve achieve our objectives um and you know our our focus on fundraising and and that is is sort of key for us now what is the feeling at the moment uh participation from
1: uh, local business and when i say local business people who've got who very i know local is the whole of cape town but who've got vest real vested interest their economy or their success is dependent on beach huts that are twenty meters away from them, I know I was chatting with you the other day, and a call came through, and it seemed quite exciting. So,
2: there are are, are there possibilities? Absolutely. So, yeah. look, I mean, the, the beach huts infrastructure will never be owned by private or corporate individuals. Mm. Um, we we can't see that. That was a model in the past that didn't work. Mm. Um, it's it's going to have I mean, to re- like renting out. To particular businesses, well, we are like leasing out to particular yeah. businesses. Um, the point is that you know you need a management structure in place. You need a um, you know people who are are skilled at, at the construction and management and passionate and mm. that and you know people who had the, these lease agreements in the past were, were done so that the condition was that they maintained them. And, and, you know, a, a surf shop doesn't have the necessary skills to to maintain a beach hut, you know, nor the desire, especially when the other beach huts are degrading around them. We've seen the passion
1: in the past and There's the desire. Us, yeah, the but desire I think what's been identified and proven now is what it what it takes to do one of these uh, beach huts and,
2: and whether it is re- replicable. Well, I mean, you know, that's a very good point. People don't realize, I mean, the, the beach hut repair is... It's a, it's the structure. It's a housing. It's a building. It's got codes. It's um, you, you've got a foundation that needs to be inspected and and uh, s- structural members that need to be um, signed off. Um, you oh, so all these different agencies, planning, yeah, yeah, all, all know, have to be involved in this. It's not absolutely. just a project I mean, where you, you guys know, are going to do it and say, look, yeah, it's it has a nice little from from, house. from testing of all the materials for asbestos. I mean, that was a project we had to go go through. So. Um, it's What's the asbestos? No, no, no. Okay, the, that's <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Yeah, There is no asbestos in the v- Um So it's you know it's 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 an industry sort of um, focus on these things. The, these things aren't just you know colorful houses on a beach. They're they're a a foundational element of our um, iconic status in the world. So because proper you know,
1: construction results in sustainability. You know,
2: yeah. if they're not properly constructed, every few years you're going to have to do another re. Exactly. I mean, I mean and, and our, our project management um, sponsors, I mean, we, we had a, an issue with trying to get the proper treated wood to rebuild the staircases, and it wasn't available for, for a month or two months. And we just refused to uh, accept a, a, a substandard product um, to just get the beach that's going. We, we are building for a 50-year lifespan, a 100-year mm. lifespan. So, um, you know, it's the experts, the technical experts that are getting involved, and and when you think of it as a substructure as a as a main framework the roofing the stairs um the paint application method- methodology you know the these these little beach huts are probably in the most harshest sort of cape town conditions they are sandblasted daily they are subject to wind rain i mean they they meet us from the high water mark exactly i mean they like the the fact that they've lasted this long is probably a, a miracle you know <laughs> um Some divine intervention there somewhere <laughs> Yeah, you know, uh, and, and a lot lot of them, are, I mean, it's just paint holding them together. So, so we have to, um, you know, really rebuild from the ground up. So, um, and we're constantly redesigning. I mean, we're redesigning the doors now so that, that we don't have metal hinges. We're going to look at wooden hinge options. Um, so you're seeing different, as you've done, because five have now
1: become yes. completed. You're seeing from these five that, well, we could improve that. This exactly. Could be, exactly. When we say improve,
2: we're talking improvement for sustainability. Exactly. Um, and, and, you know, also things like, you know, what do we need in them? Benches or, or, or coat hooks, or, you know, like that kind of thing. Like like making them practically viable mm. um, for, for a good beach experience. I mean, that's what we want. So um, the aesthetics of them are very important for us and especially for our funding campaign is to prove, you know, that this is where we're going. But the the depth and the, the level of work behind the scenes is, is far greater than, than anyone uh, thinks. You know, it's, it's a lot more.
1: But that hard work is going to and I, I know I'm harping on the thing sustainability because that's a big thing in people's minds on their questions. Are we going to be able to sustain this? And the big question, research, engineering, project management, all of this
2: says, yes, we can Absolutely. do it if we are properly funded. Pro- properly funded. And, you know, by, if we could create a beach hut infos- uh, industry, a whole social enterprise that's, you know, manufacturing goods in, in the image of b huts and a, a small contribution of that manufacturing that sale or, the, or that those proceeds can come to the beach we may be able to to fund this thing purely on that
1: alone mm. have um, you noticed on social media every now and again i see a business saying 10 percent of this is going to beach I mean, we, we get that yeah you know i've, I've got a new little product prod, product i'm launching and the first thing is wow that's cute how much can i contribute you know yeah. you, you get people thinking now uh, how they can contribute without major disruption to the economics, which are quite dire in some businesses. Yeah. yeah.
2: No, well, exactly. I mean, the, look, we are, in terms of that sort of support of, of the, the products that, that are being made, you know, we do have an online shop on our, on our bchats.org.za website. Okay. Sorry. Uh,
1: we are running out of time. I think we need to give those important. All right. Okay. Uh,
2: so, so people who want to get involved and support us, you, you can um, get uh, get us through through the website or through email. Um, emails info at uh, beachhuts.org.za um, or just, you know, call us directly. The contact details are on the website as well. Um, www.beachhuts.org.za and it's beachhuts with an S on the end.
1: Beach just, Huts. Yeah. So that's www.beachhuts.org.za and info at beachhuts.org.za. And, and I mean, you're looking for uh, information information. Uh, If you are looking for information, anything around that, these guys will be quick and ready to answer your questions. If you have a problem with something, there is an answer because this project is something that is going full steam ahead, highly accountable and uh, for the benefit of the greater Cape Town community. So uh, unfortunately, that brings us to the end of this show. I think we could have gone on for another 40 minutes. Probably. There's so much to talk about. But Daniel, we appreciate your time and effort. Thank you, Wayne, always. I mean, you're doing this plus your business and fitting interviews in. So it it really goes a long way to helping our community. We will share this video. We will share the audio. It is a radio show, but we want people to hear the message and help take action. So thanks so much, Daniel. I'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Until then, goodbye. God bless.